Welcome back, everybody, to the Hardly Knowledgeable Podcast. We've taken a bit of a break, a bit of a hiatus for the offseason. Um, but we're back. Football's coming back. We're in the dog days of summer right now. We're, we're watching old football games just to get back into the swing of things. But football's back. Uh, our conference, the Big 12, kicks off September 3rd. Uh, every team is going to be playing some football games that day. So we're going to get into it, and we're going to talk about our two teams, the Kansas Jayhawks and the Kansas State Wildcats. We're going to go ahead and start with KU, who's projected two and a half wins. We'll just take you through their schedule game by game, and uh, we're going to project what games are going to win and what games are going to lose. So I'll go ahead. Let me get their schedule pulled up, Drew, and then we'll, we'll run with it, all right? Sounds good, man. Okay. So they're going to start off week one against Tennessee Tech. Um, I don't know where Tennessee Tech's from. I don't know what conference it's from, but they're playing Tennessee Tech. Who you got? Uh, I got the Hawks winning. I think uh, hopefully it's not like the FCS game last year where KU was losing and had to win on a game-winning touchdown in the fourth quarter. But I, I don't know anything about Tennessee Tech, but I think that should be a win. Uh, that's all I got for that one. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I know very little about Tennessee Tech, but I I think – I mean, I think KU should be able to handle it. I mean, in theory, KU uh, should have beat South Dakota by a lot more last year. But I'll give Kansas uh, the win here, give them the nod. Uh, Then they go on the road in week two, play a Big 12 opponent um, on ESPN+. Uh, They're going to go to West Virginia, take on the Mountaineers. Who you got there? I got West Virginia. Uh I do think it's one of the few games that is winnable, but early in the season, I think West Virginia get the win there, uh, especially at West Virginia. Okay. I'm going to take West Virginia too. I don't see Kansas. I think they will be improved this year. Now, I don't think that improvement will come from or show itself in, on the scoreboard, but maybe if you watch the games closely, you'll be able to tell a more competitive team. Um, but I don't think – uh, they're going to win a whole lot more than they did last year. So uh, I'll take West Virginia there. Um, next, they stay on the road. They go to Houston, uh, play the Cougars. Dana, uh, <clears throat> what's his last name? Holgerson. Holgerson. No. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whew, we're professionals here. So uh, Dana-led Houston Cougars team, who are you taking there? Uh. I'll take the Cougars. Uh, they'll be pretty good. They're always really good. I uh, don't like that we uh, scheduled them, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, especially at Houston. I mean, I don't think it'll make a difference if it was at KU, but especially at Houston, I think that uh, they'll get the win there. They should be a ranked team, probably the best team in that conference this year, so I'll take them. Uh, I'll hit the brakes there with the best team in the conference, but I couldn't agree more. Uh, I do think Houston will win that game, and I don't think it'll be particularly close. So next, Kansas returns to Lawrence after defeating Tennessee Tech at home. Uh, They lost two on their little road trip, and they come home to play the Duke Blue Devils, a basketball juggernaut matchup. Who you got winning? I think KU will win. Um, Last year when KU played Duke at Duke, it was a close game that KU was in for a while. And then into the third quarter, the whole fourth quarter, Duke really pulled away. Uh, I think KU has more depth this year and I think they'll be able to hang and actually win the game this year. So, and Duke has a new head coach, so it might be a similar situation to how KU was last year. So I'll take KU. 
All right, I've got this this little coin here. I'm going to flip it. If it lands on tails, then Duke's winning. If it lands on heads, KU's winning. So you ready? Yep. Come on, heads. Tails, Duke. Tough. So I'll take Duke to win that game. I think they're very similar teams. Uh, last year we mm-hmm. saw Duke's offense prevail, but Kansas did improve uh, heading through the season. Uh, but I'll take the Duke Blue Devils there. It'll be a close one. It'll be a fun game to watch, even though it's two bad teams playing each other. Uh, but, yeah, give me Duke. Hey, bad football is still football, am I right? Uh, sure, but when there's better football on, that's what you watch. Uh, Iowa State and Kansas will be playing the next week. This is, again, still in Lawrence. Yep. Brock, Purdy, Iowa State. Um, who you got winning that? I'll take Iowa State. Uh, I do think this is a winnable game being at home, and I think Iowa State will be down. But I, I think Iowa State will still be decent. I think they're still going to be a bowl team. But I'll take them to get a close win in Lawrence. Yeah, I'll take Iowa State. I think I'll take Iowa State by 10. Um, Kansas, I mean, Kansas is improved, but I just don't think they're – the games will be more competitive, but they won't get the win. So I do think Iowa State's a better team. Matt Campbell's going to be on the sideline in all black. Hat bill bent, you know, practically bent in half like a book. Um, So (laughs) give me me Iowa State. So uh, next – Jayhawks stay at home. They've got three straight games at home here. They're going to play TCU, uh, the Horned Frogs with new head coach Sonny Dykes, and a quarterback battle that looks like Max Duggan might not win it. Um, who are you taking there? Well, for KU's hopes, I hope Max Duggan wins it because I think uh, Chandler Morris, I think, is the other guy. I think he's better, but Max Duggan's been there a little while longer, so maybe he'll win. I am going to take KU to win here. Um if I'm going straight off of who I think is better, I think TCU is the better team, but I do think KU will win a game in the conference, and I think this is probably the most likely one. Uh, TCU might be the second worst team in the conference. They might be a little better. It's a lot of unknown with Sonny Dykes. Uh, their defense was really bad last year, and he's an offensive coach, so I could see it being a shootout, but I'll take KU. Uh, game was close last year. TCU won by a field goal. I know it's different because they have a new coach and probably – new new players but i'll take ku yeah again this is going to be a close one and this is in lawrence but uh tcu has struggled a couple times with the jayhawks i it's just tough to find wins for ku just because how Mm -hmm. historically bad they've been you know the past three years so that's all i've seen uh the past 10 years uh so i want to take TCU here. I'm not going to give them this win uh, yet. So I think it's a very slippery schedule here for KU because uh, they've got TCU and then then they're going to play at Oklahoma and I just don't see any chance that Kansas wins that game. Um, I think OU wins it going away by a lot. Yeah, I think we can skip through these next two pretty quick. Uh, at OU and at Baylor, two of the best teams in the conference in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I think those will be – I mean, I think if they came to Lawrence, they'd both win by a lot either way. But I think on the road, I'd say no chance that they win either of those. Like yeah. to like to see them be competitive, but I don't see much of a chance. I'd probably say they're going to be 20 to 25-point favorites in those games, and I'd probably take them. 
Yeah, so not competitive there. So KU drops two in a row for you. I've got them dropping five in a row. Uh, then they come home, play Oklahoma State. Again, no no chance Kansas wins this game. I think mm-hmm. Oklahoma State will win by three scores. Um, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I, I just don't see a plausible chance. I don't remember the last time KU had a close game with Oklahoma State. Like, I mean, KU doesn't have close games with a lot of teams, but I feel like occasionally they'll have like they were close with OU last year and as well as TCU and Iowa State I, or and West Virginia I don't even remember the last time like last year I think we got close to beating OU and then we played Oklahoma State and lost by like 50 so I yeah I would say no way Mike Gundy Mike Gundy doesn't sleep on the Hawks so <laughs> yeah for sure so yeah I, I I don't see a win there uh they're gonna go to Lubbock and this is the one win that I have them as a probable on uh, in conference, I think they can beat uh, the, the Red Raiders. This is going to be the worst two teams in the conference, in my opinion, are going to be these two teams this year. So I think it'll be a battle of bottom. I mean, bottoms well are teams in the conference, but I do think Kansas can win this game. So I'll give them this win in the Big 12 conference here. So I think they'll win in Lubbock. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I definitely think at home it would be, I maybe chalk it up as a win. I don't know how good Texas Tech football crowds usually are. I know that their fan base on Twitter has been really pumped up, which I know that's not the best, like, barometer to measure. But I know, like, at least in basketball season, like, their fans are really pumped up. So maybe with a new coach, their fans will be showing out this year. But, yeah, they're probably one of the worst teams in the conference. But I just don't know if I want to pick KU to win more than one conference game. So I'll pick Texas Tech. But it's winnable, probably. Yeah. Probably another shootout. Because I don't think they're going to be able to stop anybody, but they'll probably score 40. Yeah, yeah. And Texas Tech home crowds, I think, depend on how good uh, the Raiders are doing. And also, like any other home crowd, what what quality of opponents coming in. So I don't think there'll be a superb crowd there for the KU Tech game. So then they come home to Lawrence. They're going to play Texas at home. They're not winning this game either. I think this is a revenge game for the Horns. I don't think Sark's going to lose to Kansas again when he's in the Big 12. I think they're going to lose by three touchdowns. It would be funny, but I am a little higher on Texas this year, so I don't think – like maybe it's winnable because it's at home, and for whatever reason, KU just plays good against Texas, but I there's no way. I think Texas has improved that quarterback, and we'll probably touch on that later. But, yeah, I just don't see – I still see it. Now, they might not be able to stop KU again, but they might score 70. <laughs> yeah. So. So. All right. And then our marquee matchup, if you're a Jayhawk or Kansas State fan, the Dillon's Sunflower Showdown um, at in Manhattan, Kansas, in Fort Snyder, uh, in the <laughs> Bill, in Bill Snyder Family Stadium on Wagner Field. Field. Um, Lance Leipold, Chris Kleiman renew the rivalry for the second year. Last year, the Cats covered one by 25, backdoor cover, but they won. <laughs> Does Kansas stand a chance? Uh, I'm gonna say no. I, I guess, what was it, BD's last year when the game was competitive, like 21 17? Was it was that... Snyder's last year? I don't know if that was BD's last year. I think it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, so that so I guess that was somewhat recent compared to, you know, like the 13 years of being bad or whatever. That was like four years ago. But other than that, it hasn't been very competitive. Uh, I think K-State will be pretty good. And KU, 
is improved, but I don't think quite improved to really compete with any of the top teams in the conference. So, and not on the road, like that'll be, you know, so big crowd. So to total it out, I've got them hitting the under winning two games going two and 10 this year. And then you had one more win than I did. On yeah. The but schedule. I had not beaten Duke. We both have them winning one. I could like, I could see two conference wins to be honest, but it's, it's tough as a fan when the team's been so bad for so long to just like, oh yeah, they'll win too. Like probably not. definitely their ceiling. Well, I think the ceiling could be higher if Jalen Daniels has a really good year, which is possible, but I might, I don't know. I've I'll seen set a, their ceiling stone stone cold at four. I don't I don't see them winning three Big Twelve conference games, and because if they win three Big Twelve conference games, they might finish above two other teams in the conference, depending on how much of that bottom half of the conference, how well they do against the top five. But I think it's possible, but I'm not gonna count on it. Yeah, let's I just think, see how the non. Let's just hope for two and one in the non con and <laughs> go from there. Yeah, so I think two and ten. Okay. You think three. I think yeah. four is their ceiling. You think higher. Like I think maybe five. Like I'm not much off of you. So, but yeah. All right, moving on to a team that has positioned itself to have a special year this year in Kansas State. A lot of big time media outlets are starting to change their minds on the Wildcats, saying that they are a dark horse for the big 12 title race this year now does drew think that we'll find out i don't know um so they're going to start off their three games at home against south dakota missouri and tulane uh they're playing a power five opponent that has been better at basketball than duke so or better at football than duke so at home against south dakota you and i both agree they'll probably cover they'll probably win yeah there's not always point spreads out for the fcs game so there might not be a spread to cover, but whatever it is, I'm sure they'll – as long as there's no uh, injuries because, you know, that happened at the first home game last year and it got dicey. But as long as there's no injuries, I think uh, definitely blow them out. Yes. All right. Then the next week they play Missouri. Um, I actually think this is a worse opponent than our second-week opponent last year in Nevada. Um, I think Oh, for sure. Nevada was Kansas good. I State will win this game maybe by two touchdowns, but I wouldn't be shocked if Missouri won because we don't really know the talent level they have because of who they play, you know. They could look bad on paper, but they play in the SEC, so it could be different. Yeah, so all I know about Missouri is they made a bowl last year. I won't go too deep in analysis here. They made a bowl last year. Uh, basically, in the SEC, if you schedule four cupcakes in the non-conference, which it didn't do this year because they're playing K-State, but normally that's what SEC teams do. Nothing against it. That's just what happens. They won their four non-conference games, beat Vanderbilt because they play in the East, and then they beat Florida because Florida just quit midseason, basically. Um, and they got the six wins, lost their bowl game to Army, I think. Uh, they lost their quarterback from last year, um, and they have a five-star freshman receiver that they're probably going to have to depend on. And the dude's a stud from everything I've seen, but I don't know if as a freshman at Missouri if he's going to perform – as well as they might think. So I got K-State winning that one by, I'd say, by like three scores, to be honest. Oh, gosh, three scores. Okay. I think that'd be a statement maker. And I think that'll probably be the best environment uh, Bill Snyder Family Stadium has in the non-con, probably top three. And um, I do think Missouri, like, they're probably well coached, I would assume. But I don't know. I'm just not too high on them. Yeah. So I think it'll probably be a top three environment for for Bill Snyder Family Stadium. 
um, behind the Texas and Oklahoma State game. We'll see. Yep. Uh, Cats fans show up for teams that they don't get to play a lot that they can remember, you know, hating. So, well, the crowd for the KU game will probably be pretty good too, right? Uh, probably for a quarter. Um, for a half, and then they, people go tailgate. <laughs> do what? Or like for a half, and then when it's a blowout, then people leave to tailgate. Probably. Yeah. Well, and yeah. <laughs> they stop caring. You know, they'll stop caring after it's like, oh, there's no way we can lose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so, probably likely. Yeah. So Tulane then comes to town. Some people won't be in the stands for that game, but um, Tulane Green Wave going to play the Wildcats. I don't uh, think I don't think Tulane can beat K State, so I have them starting three and zero. So I know nothing about Tulane except for the fact that they like almost beat Oklahoma last year in a weird game. But by all the stuff I've seen, they're like one of the twenty or ten worst teams in the Power Five, or not in the Power Five, sorry, in the, in FBS. So I would assume that's going to be similar to the uh, who they play to the South Dakota game. So I think blowout win, just take care of business. Maybe yeah. only have the only have to play the starters for part of the game and rest them up for Big Twelve play. Yep, and then Big Twelve play starts, and like I've said before, death taxes in Kansas State starting Big Twelve games on or Big Twelve play on the road. They're going to Norman, so the toughest game of the season. Um, now, mm-hmm. I am I have said it. I said it in the podcast already. This will be a special year for the Cats, and every time the Cats have a special year, they beat Oklahoma, and it's usually in Norman. I'm taking K-State. It may be just by a field goal, but I'm taking the Cats. All right, so I think K-State has a good team. If Adrian Martinez is what – if he's at, like, his, the highest of his powers, I guess, he I think K-State could be where you're at. I'm just not – Totally there yet. I think Oklahoma is the best team in the conference. I know that's kind of a weird take because, you know, Brent Venables and his new staff and transfer quarterback. I'm just high on all that, but we'll see. Um, Sleep on a, him. It'll be a tough game. I'm going to take OU. I Sleep think it'll be him. close. Okay. So. Okay. Well, you're wrong. Moving on, they come home to Manhattan to play Texas Tech. I'm sure Drew can find a way for Texas Tech to win this game as well. I'm taking the Cats. I'm taking the Cats by 10. Well, Texas Tech will have a fun offense, but they won't be able to stop anybody. So K-State's probably going to – and also K-State should have one of the better defense in the Big 12. So they might actually slow down Texas Tech's little air raid offense they're going to have going on. So I bet K-State at home especially wins that one by quite a bit. So K-State. All right. Now they're going to go to Iowa State. We've talked about the depleted roster that the depleted roster that uh, Matt Campbell's dealing with. I think K-State wins. I think K-State wins by score. Um, it's K-State always plays or Iowa State always plays K-State at home. It's going to be a fun game. And we've seen the past two years of Iowa State beating K-State. A lot of pent-up aggression, I think, you'll see from this team. And I think they're going to play super hard. I think they'll win by a touchdown. Yeah, so a lot of unknown with this Iowa State team. Um, They got Hunter Deckers, who's a talented recruit, who's replacing Brock Purdy. I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't much of a drop-off. Brock Purdy was a good quarterback, but he wasn't as good as Iowa State fans make him out to be. I am not high on Iowa State, but I think they'll make a bowl, which – 
I don't know what you think. I'm sure there's some people that think they won't. I think they will. But K-State hasn't won that, and, like, they've lost two in a row. So I do think they're due, like you just said. So I'll take K-State to win. Uh, it'll probably be a really close game. Okay. So I'll take K-State. All right. And then they go on the road to TCU. Again, a team that Drew has said is one of the worst in the conference. Um, I'm going to take K-State and Fort Worth. Um, I think it'll be a close one for three quarters, but then towards the end, Kansas State will wear them out. Um, and score a few late-time touchdowns. Okay, so I think I'm going to change up what I had said to you yesterday when we had previously recorded this podcast, but we had some issues with that. Um, The more I think about TCU, I think that they have a ton of potential, but I think I'm more out on Sonny Dykes than I was before, and I think K-State's kind of taken care of TCU the last few years. So I'm going to take K-State. I do think TCU could be a fun team, but also I think it's kind of hard for them to find wins. So I'll take – also, is that like a crazy – is that like a crazy road environment usually, TCU? I don't think so. So I'll take K-State. at 11 a.m. Okay, yeah. So I'll take K-State there. Okay. All right. They come home to Manhattan. A great crowd is going to be on hand when Oklahoma State comes into town. Uh, Mike Gundy and his mullet. Hopefully the band's not playing too close to the snap. Um, <laughs> Kansas State, Chris Klein and Adrian Martinez coming off just obliterating TCU and Fort Worth. Who you got here, Drew? Oh, this one's tough. Um, So Chris Kleiman is 0 for against Oklahoma State, correct? Yes. Okay, just making sure. I think he'll get this one. I... I think Oklahoma State will be a very good team. They'll probably win about eight to nine games. Uh, they're just always really solid, even though I kind of want to doubt them because I don't really trust Spencer Sanders. He has been there for – this is his fourth year. Or it might be his fifth year because of COVID. You know, we don't know how, how the COVID years work. But um, I think they'll have a solid offense, solid defense. So I bet they're going to be one of the better teams in the conference. But I think K-State will get this one. I think K-State's more well-rounded. Uh, it'd probably be a really close game, but I think K-State will win. Don't look now, Drew, but you've got Kansas State starting off four and one in Big Twelve play. I do. I've got them starting off five and zero, oh, but you've got them starting off four and one. They stay home. They play Texas two big games back to back. Texas week. You guys can't see it, but I'm doing horns down. I'm going to do horns down all week on campus. Horns down from the moment I walk in the gates to the moment I leave the bill. If you catch me on ESPN, which I assume this game will be played on, be sure to make sure I'm putting my horns down. Longhorn Network. Horns down. Just kidding. <laughs> Horns down, K-State by 10. All right. Okay, this one is tough for me. I think Texas, at least offensively, I don't think they'll have, like, the best offense in the country, but I think they'll have a really good one. Um, I think Quinn Ewers is going to be really good. Those quarterbacks that grade out as, like, the, the one daughters on 247 – just I think they normally, you know, like there's only been like three in history. I think they usually pan out. Um, if it was at Texas, I would pick Texas. I don't know at K-State it's going to be tough, but I think I'm going to give Texas to win. It's going to be really close, though. So I'm going to give Texas to win. I think they're going to score a ton of points. Uh and maybe their defense comes together. I don't know. Gary Patterson's like a defensive advisor or something. I don't know if that's going to help. 
but I'll take Texas. Well, Drew's a communist, and he just proved it there. <laughs> Anytime you choose Texas to win a game, you're a communist. Anytime that you even reverse those horns down to up, you're a communist. So I did one the of FBI, those things. The FBI will be beating on our door here in a little bit. Uh, CIA, both of them, to take Drew in for they can't uh, handle being me. a Soviet spy. So I think Kansas State beats Texas. I think they win by a seven. I think Bijan Robinson gets shut down. Um, just I think I think K State certainly could win. I just, uh, you but know. you're a communist. That's true. All right. Moving on, they go to Waco, Texas to play Baylor. This is the one game where I think Kansas State will lose. Um, I think they'll lose in Waco. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be fun. And they're going to have an opportunity at the end to win it. Uh, so, again, it's a coin flip. But I do think I'll give Baylor the uh, nod here because of Dave Aranda and how good of a coach he's been so far. Uh, defensively, they still have that defensive front from last year that played a big role in winning them a Big 12 title. And uh, offensively, they have a new uh, threat at quarterback who we saw play last year. And I think if there was an improvement, it was marginal. Drew thinks there was much bigger improvement. But naming that starter in spring ball and then Gary Bohannon transferring out says something about how good Blake Chapin is. Um, so I, I will give Baylor the edge, uh, but I think it'll be close. Yeah, uh, that was pretty spot on. I am higher on Blake Shapin than you, I'd say. But I don't know. I just something about him coming in at K-State last year when Gary Bohannon went down when I'm assuming he hadn't really played any meaningful snaps. And he didn't make a ton of, like, wow plays. I studied, you know, just ran their offense well. And obviously Dave Rehanda's got full trust in him after their spring ball this year. And I think that's, you know, super impressive. for a, I think he was a true freshman last year, so now a sophomore year. Uh, and I'll take Baylor to win. Um, it again, a lot of these games between K State and all the top other top teams in the conference can be really close. But on the road, uh, on the road, I'll take Baylor. Okay. You picked the same result. Kansas so. State goes. Do what? You picked the same result. So. Yeah, but you've you've picked more losses, which I disagree with. So, uh, yeah, Kansas three. State goes to Morgantown to play West Virginia. They're going to play uh, JT Daniels, Mountaineer Nation. He might be hurt. Right. He'll be That's hurt. Right. Neil Brown might have be fired at this point in time in the season. So we'll find out. But I'm going to give Kansas State the edge. It's a tough place to play, but I think they'll win by two touchdowns. Yeah. Um... You know, initially when we had talked before, I had maybe had this as a loss. And I do think it could be. I think if Neil Brown is there and if JT Daniels is healthy and if, you know, they're having an okay season, which they're usually hovering right around bowl range, that maybe this will be a good win. But if I think KU is going to lose to Texas and Baylor, I don't see them losing three in a row. Uh, yeah. So you just uh, committed a Cardinal sin, which is you referred to K State as KU. Did I? Yes, you did. I don't feel like I did. You said if I think they're gonna, if I think KU is gonna lose to Texas and Baylor, I don't see them losing three oh. in a row. Thought I said K State. Well, either way, KU will lose three in a row at some point this year. K State will not. I'll take K State, but I could see it. 
I don't know those those games at West Virginia. Like I feel like they play spoiler quite a bit. It's kind of I don't know, kind of weird. But I'll take K State. Don't Not think they'll the don't think they'll lose three in a row. So then the Dylan Sunflower Showdown, purple and red and blue meet in a huge stadium, fifty thousand strong, atop a hill in Manhattan. A lot of purple will be there. A lot of bush light will be drank. And a lot of fun will be had, unless you're in red and blue. Who do you think's winning the Dylan's Sunflower Showdown? Well, K-State by quite a bit, probably. You know, K-State. Whatever if, the line is, I'm going to bet them to cover right now. Yeah, the, sometimes I do have the look at headlines, but I don't know if they have it for this one. Um, yeah, I think K-State will win by – 20 30 ish you know you don't not, think you don't think kansas will win 24 to 21 you know i don't um other people we know might pick case K, ku to win but i like that guy on twitter who has the road to nine and four or nine and three for the hawks he has them beating duke today so he's got him finishing nine and i have seen that account that account is absurd like like he has like a whole write up for every game, and I'm like, yeah. what? Nine and three. That's like, if <laughs> if he goes nine and three, Lance Lightfoot ain't gonna be our coach next year. He's gonna be the coach at Auburn or some shit. Yeah, he will be. <laughs> he will be gone. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Got the cats going nine and three. Our... Had it a little lower before, but thought about it some more and kind of changed some things up. But you know. Well, I guess nine and three is a little bit better than eight and four. I still disagree with you. Uh, do you think they end up in Dallas? Um, probably not. I think I'd have them um, if they lose to OU in Texas. It it'd be tough for them to have to lose the like they'd have to win one more game than at least one of those to make it. So I'd lean no, but I think they're definitely going to be up there. I. It's probably going to come down to tie breaks to see. Who uh, no, goes. they will be in Dallas. They'll be the f- number one seed and be wearing purple. I Dallas. think every team in the conference will lose at least two. So I think you're wrong. One in Waco. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Willie will be doing a press box KSU against Kansas when we seal it. We'll storm the field because we're going to the Big 12 championship game. All right. Well. And then. That would be I'm fun. Not saying, I'm not saying we'll be champions. But I'm saying we'll come back with a trophy. All right. Well, that would be fun, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. It's happening. It's happening. So. All right. You got any takes before we get out of here? No, I think that's it. Uh, we will uh, do one of something similar to this with every conference moving on. Um, so the SEC will be next in the Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12. Uh, one team who's winning the Big 12 this year? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, okay. Oh, a, my so- gosh. Easy pick. If you put money on that, you'd lose money. So, um, 
uh, I think Baylor will win the Big 12 or Kansas State. Uh, so, so who's your pick? Huh? Who's your pick? I'm going with Cats, baby. All right. I'm going with Cats. Let's so, go. So uh, we will do the SEC next, which might be a little bit more contentious than this one was today. Uh, I expected this one to get more contentious, but somebody became more agreeable as we went along. Um, yeah, I adjusted my stuff a little bit. You know, one <laughs> less loss. Guess that. Guess that really moved the needle for you. So you know. Well, I strongly disagree. Now, okay, here's the thing. We were having an argument before we even started this. Now, he said, I said he was sleeping on the Cats, and he said I have them projected to win one more game than their win total. So finishing fifth in a conference is not a good season. Even if their win total is projected six and a half, we both know that that is a criminally low win total projection. You can agree? It's low, yeah criminally so drew said criminally we saw it so i said them finishing one and a half games over their projection is not as big of a deal as you think chris Kleiman's won eight games two years now so it's just another meh year and so if this year's going to be good and if we think they're going to be good they're going to win 10 to 11 they have to win 10 to 11 they've got to get over the hump that matt campbell hasn't gotten over yet and win 10 games we can't have another average year, especially with how good the 22, the, the first 35, 40 kids are on the team. So, yeah, we got a little heated before this started, but Drew thought that one win over six and a half was a bigger deal than obviously me. He hasn't been a K-State fan for that long, so he doesn't know. So do you think nine and three is an average year? I think nine and three is better. I think nine what? and three is pretty good. No, nine and three is not pretty good. Nine and three doesn't get you into New Year's Six Bowls. Nine and three doesn't get you into uh, the Big 12 championship game. And nine and three doesn't get you anywhere near the top 10. It's not pretty good. It's okay. Eight and four is average. Nine and three is okay. 10 and above is good. So I don't totally disagree. If eight and four is average, then Chris Kleiman's been average once his first year. Chris Kleiman's been average, yeah, once. I think maybe you could throw seven and five in as average, but I think it's below average. I so. think last year, seven and five, like, I don't know. There were two games that K State had to play on the road without uh, Skylar Thompson. So probably would have won. Well, they definitely would have beat Texas. Yeah. Oklahoma State, maybe not. They were pretty dang good last year. But, yeah. you know, who knows? But, yeah. But I think and I'm, and I'm not, I'm not calling Chris Kleiman below average. I was just. Yeah, but I'm saying he's a good coach, and we've seen it yeah. work. We've seen what he's doing now work. Yeah. Before, I mean, he had marginal talent at Fargo, North Dakota, too. So, but we've seen what he's been doing work. It just hasn't yet here. He needs to get over the hump, and I think this year's the year to do it. Yeah, so makes sense. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to Hardly Knowledgeable. If you have any questions for us, go ahead and feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, the link is in the Spotify description, and yep. uh, it is at Hardly Knowledge. We will do our best to respond to them on, um, on, on the show. 
So thanks again, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week uh, with our thoughts on who will win the SEC. All right. So.